Greetings, oddballs. I'm Quest. I'm Shay. And this is Tis Odd Podcast. So Shay's deathly ill. I was deathly ill. <laughs> I still sound deathly ill, but I mean, I think today's like the first day where I actually feel like myself again. Yeah. It's been like a week and a half where I've, I couldn't hardly leave the house and like, I couldn't do anything. Like my house, you should have seen how nasty it was. Like, Aww. cause like, I mean, I have a boyfriend who helps clean, but his um, cousin was there. His 17-year-old cousin stayed like the whole week with us too because he was on spring break. And it was super fun having him there. But like with all three of us there, it, it just got out of hand. Like my the whole house was a disaster. So Man, I'm so sorry. That's fine. I got it cleaned up mostly. But thankfully, you're the one that has the story this week because I don't think I could talk very much this week. Sorry if you were wondering where we were this past week. I had every intention of posting on the socials like, so sorry, Shay is sick. Bear with us. We'll be on next week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then something else would happen and I'd be in the middle of something be like, oh, I need to do that. And I just kept forgetting. And then finally, like Thursday rolled around. I was like, you know what? It's fine. They they get it. They're patient. So (laughs) anyway, but I got a really good one for us. Awesome. A really cool, weird story. So today I'm going to tell you about a place that ranks eighth on the list of 20 most mysterious places in the USA on travel.com. Wow. Have you ever heard of Mel's Hole? No, never heard of it. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking cool. So we'll start it off with how the public found out about this. Okay. Okay. So February 21st, 1997 was whenever a man named Mel Waters of the Ellensburg area appeared on the Coast to Coast with Art Bell radio talk show. Okay. So the show is like, it's an AM talk show and they talk about all kinds of cool stuff. Aliens, conspiracy theories, ghost encounters, paranormal stuff, everything. Sweet. I know. I really want to find it and listen to it if it's still on the air. Probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> it's an AM radio show. Anyway. You said 97. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> it's not that long ago. 97 was like. 25 years ago. We already have this debate every single time we bring up the 90s. I'm like, the 90s was not that long ago. And you're like, it literally was. It was a long <laughs> time like ago. It's like quarter of a century ago. So Mel calls into the radio station and he tells them that he has a mysterious hole in the ground on his property. And it's about nine miles east of Ellensburg. Um, and the hole is nine foot in diameter. So, and it's brick lined. On the interior. Okay. So, okay, I say that, but some some people were saying that it wasn't bricklined. It just looks like um, kind of like a spiral pattern in the dirt along the walls. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. But he says in multiple cases that it's bricklined. So Waters tells them that for decades, even before he owned the land, the locals all would just dump trash and old appliances junk and old tires down this hole and after a while mel was like hold up hold up why isn't this thing filling up and also 
why can you not hear any noises Ooh. when you throw something down into the hole? No way. You can't hear anything. Wow. When you throw okay. it down in there. So he starts to notice other strange things about the hole whenever he like starts to take notice of mm-hmm. this thing. His dogs would not go near it for one. Like they would not go anywhere near that thing. Mm-hmm. And it caused weird radio signals to be picked up on his his little carrying radio that he took around with him. Mm-hmm. He listened to his favorite radio show. And if he'd get close to the hole or put it over top of the hole, he could hear strange voices and weird languages. And then one time he put it down in there and he was hearing the broadcast of a baseball game live from like way in the back days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like way in the back days, <laughs> you know, like, like in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Wow. From like a long time ago, he was picking up on that. He even told a bizarre story about his neighbor throwing his dead dog's body into the hole. And when he went home and was walking around his property, he saw his dog alive and well with the same collar and everything walking around the woods on his property. What? And he was trying to call him. He's like, come here, boy. Come here, boy. And that dog was like, no, and stayed away from him. It wouldn't go anywhere near him. Probably because he threw him in a freaking hole. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to either. I wouldn't. I'd be like, he's going to throw me that dang hole again. I just go over there. So after after all these weird things started happening, he started noticing all this, everything else. So he said that he lowered a weighted fishing line down the hole, and he ran out several reels of heavy line. Like, he kept running out a fishing line and would tie it off and then run to town and get more fishing line, come back, tie it on, lower it on some more. And he said that it went at a distance. He gave up because it went a distance of 80,000 feet. What? Now that's um, 24,384 meters, by the way, in case you're not from the States. But anyway, and as a reference, the deepest cave in the world is 7,000 feet. So 80,000 feet of fishing line all the way down in this hole. And that thing never touched the bottom. What in the world? Yeah. And if you're wondering, like, well, how would he know if he didn't touch the bottom? Because if you lower a fishing line down and it touches the bottom, the line's going to go a little bit slack. Yeah. And it was weighted. It it kept the same level of tautness. Mm-hmm. Tautness? Ta- yeah, you're right. Is that right? It's okay. a weird word, but yeah. It is strange to use because it's like, once you say tight. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like that either. Taut? Anyway. Tater tot. You get it, guys. Yeah. Now, Waters described many of his other experiments on the pit, and he said that he once tried lowering a bucket of ice down into the pit. Uh-huh. So he had 1,500 feet of rope that he was using for this experiment. He was like, well, we're just going to see what happens. You know, if nothing happens. I'll just get some more rope. We're just going to give this a shot. So when he lifted the ice out of the hole, the ice was warm to the touch, but it didn't melt. What? And he said that it turned into a flammable substance. No. That's what he said, bro. He said, I don't understand. Well, I don't either. Nobody does. It's all, it's Mel's hole. <laughs> it's Mel's hole. It's Mel's hole. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand the description. That's exactly like dry what he said. ice. Dry ice is like cold. Yeah, I know, but when you touch it, it's hot. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Just... Well, he said warm. Oh. Like you could touch it and it was like, ooh, I bet that'd feel like gooey. Anyway, and when he yelled down into the hole, he claimed that there was no echo at all. So there was also nothing to bounce back. Yeah, exactly. Holy buckets. So, <laughs> holy buckets of warm ice. 
<laughs> so, and like I said, there was no sound after even large items were thrown down, like refrigerators or television CRT tubes, which if you don't know what a CRT CRT tube is, it's like, it's the big square boxy TVs. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Like we used to have that we put our new TV on top of. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Mom's doilies are on top of it. <laughs> it worked really well. It really did, yeah. Um, and that sucker was strong. <laughs> oh my gosh. Forget it. We couldn't move it. No. And mom told a story one time about grandma and I was up there at Papa's house, her and Papa's house, and she had the same thing, but it was like the big CRT tube TV on the bottom and then another one on top and there was <laughs> and there was a doily between the two of course you have to have a doily yeah it's the 90s where's yeah. your doilies in this house <laughs> there's nary a doily in this house <laughs> so i apparently my little like two two or three year old self goes up to that tv and i start grabbing that doily and pulling on it and mom mom jumps up and goes <laughs> goes picks me up and she said oh dear god if you pull on that thing and that tv falls on you that's gonna that's not gonna be good at all and grandma wilson said well, guarantee she won't do it again <laughs> oh my gosh it's hilarious so speaking of like putting things down in this pit mm-hmm. one of waters's most disturbing claims uh, he says that he lowered a sheep into <laughs> Shay's oh, face. No. <laughs> like a full grown sheep or like, like a lamb? Like a straight up sheep. Dang. Okay. Uh, lowered sheep. the sheep down in the hole about 1,500 feet, the same distance that he lowered the bucket of ice. <sighs> oh, no. It probably, cooked, it probably came up like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a leg of lamb, just fully cooked. <laughs> a leg of lamb. <laughs> a leg of lamb. I got to get a leg of lamb. Um, so <laughs> this sheep was like, <laughs> shrieking and kicking the entire way down and then all of a sudden i was like Bang-ed! oh <laughs> silence <laughs> that's what i would say too if, I was there. Oh. if it went caught i'd be like oh <laughs> that's so sad <laughs> so he lifted the sheep out of the hole and it had been cooked from the inside out Oh, no. And it had developed a weird lump that moved. (gasps) (laughs) So he did what any normal person would do. He took out his knife and he cut the lump open. Ew. That's not what I would do. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) So he cut it open. And he said that staring back at him was what he described as a fetal seal with human eyes. That were intelligent. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> a fetal seal. Like a sea lion seal? Like, I, 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 I. Wait, they don't make that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a dolphin. That's a dolphin. <laughs> like a, seal. a fetal uh, dolphin. Like a fetal seal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ain't got no With legs. Human eyes. Ain't got no arms. She's got flippers. Flippers and human what eyes. In the world? And it was like, ew. No, <laughs> I have freaking nightmares. This is ridiculous. <laughs> now this is what really takes the cake. He says that this this creature cured his cancer. <laughs> okay, sure. You got us. I wish you could see Shay's face. <laughs> you say my stories of you know child deaths and child murders are are disturbing. <laughs> This is disturbing. Nah, this I'm is gonna fun. have nightmares from this. This is 
fun. Ew. It's fun it's, to it be It sounds scared. like a freaking Stephen King novel. It should be a Stephen King novel. Ugh. You know, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, the story, The Lovely Bones? Yeah. The pit in that? You know mm. what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When he tries to put the refrigerator down in there Is or whatever? Is that based on this? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what, well... Well, don't quote me on that. Say like me saying that's like it's based on that. But uh-huh. a lot of people were like, "Oh, dude, this is exactly like." Yeah, this. So it is. It makes me think that I maybe, never. I completely forgot about that movie. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So uh, after the fetal seal cures his cancer, uh-huh. it jumps back into the hole, and then was later seen by local sheep herders that claimed that it radiated a benevolent presence. The the creature or the or the sheep the seal. The, okay. The, the fetal seal. The fetal seal. It jumped back in the hole and then sheep farmers were like, look at that fetal seal. What in the world, man? So like I'm, a- um, obviously the sheep, sheep is dead because they cooked from inside out. Yes. But so did he just like drop it back in the hole? The sheep? Yeah. I don't know what he did with it. I wouldn't eat it. That's for sure. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. Maybe like, he did eat it and he was like, that's, that cured my cancer. Maybe. But like, I want to know how. What was the process by which this fetal seal cured his cancer? Did he just rub it all over himself? I don't know. Maybe it just by looking at him or something. Maybe they stared into each other's souls for it, a little bit. I'm telling you what, if I opened something like that and their little <laughs> big old eyes staring at me, I'd just drop it. <laughs> like, like, bye-bye. She waves. She waves. <laughs> bye-bye. I mean, that's it. I would think twice. It just would be gone because yep. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to handle that. Meanwhile, it's like slowly. Oh, I was going to save you. I was going to kill your cancer. Oh, my gosh. So this like creepy thing that happened, this might explain why his dogs would not go near the hole. Okay. Like they would not come within 100, 100 feet of this, which is 30.5 meters for our non-American listeners. Um they wouldn't come anywhere near it. Birds wouldn't land near the hole. They wouldn't even fly over top of the hole. They were like, no, thank you. So Waters told Bell that other people, like neighbors and stuff, people that had seen the hole for themselves, they saw a big black beam coming from from it and shooting up into the sky. Whoa. And everybody claims that portable radios that would go close to the hole's entrance would play really weird programs and music from the past. Um, and they said that metal that was held close to the diameter of the hole would just turn into other metals or substances. What? Now that's handy. Imagine you have like a uh, aluminum, aluminum, like no, you have a staple in your pocket and you hold it close to the hole and it's like a Tic Tac all of a sudden. That's handy. <laughs> would you eat that? I was thinking, <laughs> you would need this. I was thinking, uh, like you put like a pop can over it and it turns into like a brick of gold. Oh, dude! Now that you're would be nice. You're really using your your noodle on that one. Yeah. That's a good idea. Always thinking of ways to make money. <laughs> Same. Like if I was Waters, I would have already had people lined up. Come now, five cents to oh. see the magical devil hole. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. So Waters later called into Bell's show a few times, um, and on February twenty fourth, he reportedly. I'm sorry. Waters later called into Bell's show. Um, again on February 24th and then again in 2000 and twice in 2002. Oh, So the show over the years rebroadcasted the segments as the best of Art Bell, again, generating all kinds of interest over and over again. So most recently, Seattle's mm-hmm. KOMO-TV 
station broadcasted a new segment about the continuing mystery surrounding the hole. The segment included comments from Red Elk, and he was a intertribal medicine man that lived in the Kittitas Valley. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. He says that his father showed him the hole around 1961 and told him that it was bottomless and very dangerous. So Waters and those who have searched for the hole and claim they've found it, they never reveal publicly the exact location of it. All they want to say about it is that it is on Manistash Ridge, some nine to 10 miles southwesterly of Ellensburg. What state is this? Uh, Washington. Oh, okay. Weird stuff in Washington, brothers. Yeah. Weird stuff. Waters also said later on a call to the radio show that he was heading toward the hole one day and a man in a suit came up to him and was like, yo, you can't be going to that hole no mo." You know what I mean? Uh And the man told Waters that he was no longer allowed to ever go near it again. And Waters said that there were men in biohazard suits standing behind him. Um, He claimed that the federal agents forced him to lease the land to them. And then the payments were so substantial that and they recommended for him to get out of the country. So Waters moved to Australia. Holy crap. He said that he lived in Australia for a long time. And then eventually he he does come back. But now Red Elk, that medicine man I was telling you about, Uh he will no longer give interviews about the whole Um, The last interview that he had, he said, it's far more important to seek out your spiritual life. The hole isn't important. Just stay away from it and don't try to find it. The government has it and it's totally off limits. So he told his own story about Mel's hole in September 2008 on the late night Coast to Coast Art Belt AM radio show. So he was on that same show. Okay. He indicated it led to an underground shadow government facility. Interesting. Wow. He said the holes carefully camouflaged with cover to make it look like the surrounding land so that it just cannot be found. Um, And he said, don't look for it. Yeah. He's like, don't look for it. Um, He said, stay away from it. And quote, I have to say, I've been burned by you guys, the media, way too much about this Mel's hole situation. They make me out to be a liar. They say one thing and then they do something else. He did say, though, that the Como news crews did really good with him. They were like, they did me right. They took my statement. You know, they listened to what I had to say. They didn't treat me like an idiot. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> but Mel comes back. Okay. He's thirsty for more. Well, yeah, I would be too, obviously. More fetal seals. That's what he wanted. <laughs> so on one of the final calls he made to the radio station, he said that he had to come back to Washington um, two years after moving to Australia, despite the warning from the government to just stay away and never come back. He said that police officers removed him from a bus, left him on the streets of San Francisco two weeks later. He had IV marks in his arms and several missing teeth, but he didn't remember anything that happened to him. He managed to continue to his hometown, um, but he felt like there was weird strangers that were following him everywhere. Uh Um, And he was told that his land had been completely taken over by the government. And the entire area where the hole was and where he knew it was... That area had been erased by an early mapping system um, that was popular at the time called Terra Server. Okay. I've never heard of that. I don't think I have either. Okay. Um, but that's not the end of his story. So he he said that he found a nearly identical hole in the Badlands of Nevada. Um, but this one had a metal ring extended down to the ground instead of the brick lining that his did. And he said that his experiments 
at the site produce very similar results. Um, so everyone in Nevada needs to hide their sheep because <laughs> we don't know what he's going to do. With I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, but that is the story of Mel's Hole. Wow. Uh, what do you think about it? What a tale. Um, first of all, me personally, <laughs> I would not ever go near it. Like, it's just not. <laughs> do you think it exists then? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about the whole seal, infant seal thing. Like, that's a little bit weird. Infant se- fetal that's- seal? Infant, <laughs> yeah, fetal seal. <laughs> well, I guess when it's born, it or when it comes out, it would be an infant seal. Fetal is like you're inside the. That's true. You're right. You're right. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, I don't. Uh, that's a little far fetched for me, but it wouldn't surprise me if there is a hole that goes down really far into the the mantle of the earth you know Mm -hmm. probably not the core i mean that's a bit well it doesn't go into the mantle apparently Eighty thousand feet is a quarter of the earth's crust yeah but it it could go farther than that because you're right at the bottom you're right so i mean explain why it got so toasty warm down in there you know that hole in syria that they dug up and then all those the noises from hell where they recorded that yeah i think of that like that's why I wouldn't be very uh, curious about it. You know, I wouldn't be like, you know, trying to put stuff down and uh-uh. things like that. I mean, it would be interesting to put a microphone down there. Yeah. Would I do it? No. But no. would I listen to the recording? Absolutely. I oh, I'll, I'll listen to that on you loop. Um, but I'm not going to be holding the other end of that microphone cord. I know that. Heck no. I mean, if the government wants to like, you know, send us that audio because i'm sure that's what they, i'm sure they did that oh yeah they probably sent people down in there they probably did because they just don't care probably sent sheep <laughs> no <laughs> they probably sent like monkeys and stuff whole flock of them which is just really sad whole but flock of monkeys <laughs> this is not wizard of oz they don't oh, have wings <laughs> but yeah that that's a wild tale i've never heard that before so I loved it. Bravo. I've, I've been watching all kinds of stuff about it. It's freaky. Yeah. It's, I've read it in my alley, man. I love that stuff. I mean, like, I, I can totally picture something like that being in the Appalachian Mountains, like, near here. Yeah. Just because there's so many weird things going on here, you know. And Yeah. We have a ton of caves here. Oh, yeah. If you ever go out to, like, the eastern part of the state, and even, like, the northern part of Virginia, it's like, oh, man, it's so beautiful. There's so many mountain ranges and stuff, I mean, that. I'm sure people haven't been in. So the smoke hole caverns in West Virginia, and it's not, it's like close to Seneca Rock. It's really pretty. And it's like, I mean, it's not scary at all. I didn't get claustrophobic in there because they have so many lights in there. And it's like, it's so, uh, it's a tourist attraction. So, I mean, there's people, hundreds of people in and out of there. It's really cool though. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, to see all the rock formations and stuff is really cool. Oh, and I highly recommend going to see, uh, what's it called? Hang on a second. Let me look it up. Okay. I found it. So I could not remember where, what it was called. So I definitely recommend going to the Lost Sea Adventure in Sweetwater, Tennessee. If you ever get a chance to go, dude, you go down super duper deep into this cave. And it's like that. It's like a really well-lit tourist attraction. You get down there and there is like a lake underground and they have lights all in the bottom of it so you can see through the water really well and there's all these humongous um if i remember right i think it's lake trout oh 
that are under there. That's cool. That was, they were put in there by like um, a science experiment. They wanted to see what would happen with the fish. Yeah. They're freaking huge and you can feed them. Oh, cool. And the boat, you can get on a boat and go across the lake and there's glass floors and you can see, see the fish underneath. That's really cool. It freaked me out. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. Yeah. That'd that'd be bad. Do you want me to say the finishing remarks since you're sure a little bit decrepit? That'd be great. Okay. So. (laughs) Decrepit. Uh, make sure you're following us on our social medias so you don't miss anything, pictures and all that stuff. Our Facebook is Tis Odd Podcast. Our Instagram is at Tis Odd Podcast. And please, please, please leave us a review on the Facebook page and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Feel free to shoot us an email with any comments, questions, or episode suggestions. Our email is tisoddpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you're interested, I feel kind of weird plugging my own stuff right now, but I've started streaming on Twitch. My Twitch handle is Mouthy Mickey. I'm going to put a link to it in the description of this episode. So if you're interested, um, you can follow me. I'm on usually after 8 p.m. every night. Sometimes Aaron and I are on there. Um, I'm not that, that good, but I'm I'm working on it. I have a great time. And it's been super fun to do it. So if you're just really like my voice for some ungodly reason and you want to hear more of it, then you can follow me on there. She's really good. You should follow her. I like sniping on DMZ. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, that's fun to watch. So until next time. Adios, Adios, oddballs. oddballs.